Hello and welcome to another episode of Living, Loving and Learning in a Sensational World. I'm your host, Latanya, and today we're joined by my lovely husband, Joe. Hello, everybody. Um, Ellen is missing today, but that's because we're starting a series on our journeys into the sun world. So we decided that it would be a good idea for me to speak to my husband. She'll do an episode where she's speaking to her husband, and then we will do an episode where me and Ellen talk together about what we've spoken about previously and other people's experiences that they've shared with us. So we're going to jump straight in and I'm going to ask you, Joe, what was your first inkling that your child had um, special educational needs or disabilities? Uh, well, you bringing it to my attention that when you went to go and get Jackson fitted for his first pair of shoes that the lady there couldn't get the shoes on because Jackson's class was an extreme tiptoe walker now you didn't know this at the time so he couldn't actually bend his, his foot up to be able to get a shoe on it would cause him too much pain uh, and my mum saying oh I think there's something a bit different about him like, you know but I was just no kids are different they, they all get on at their different times and walk and talk and so yeah, I wasn't wasn't that fussed about it. I just thought he was just just being him, and there was nothing to worry about. And you thought I was being a bit of a drama queen. I wouldn't say a drama queen, but I think sometimes you can really look at things as where I, I maybe I'm just like yeah, well, you know, everyone's different, like whatever type thing. But you're more in tune with them type of things. <laughs> Okay, so when it was brought to you by like me and your mum, how did you actually feel at that time? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe how I felt because I feel like I'm always someone who's quite in tune with the kids mm. uh, and can pick up on when they're sad or when they're struggling or when they're really happy. So I, I think you and my mum mentioning it to me I think kind of put me on the back foot a little bit like I hadn't noticed it like oh you know but honestly I just thought no all kids are different it's just developing at a different time okay so obviously eventually you got on board with the fact that Jackson was different and he did have struggles so how did do you remember how we started the process of the assessment and did we find it or did you find it sorry easy to navigate I think with the assessment I I, I would say I say we've been very lucky with the people we've met along the way so like Mm. Jackson Nursery and how they would explain things and like you're one of them people that when someone says something to you you'll research it to death so I know (laughs) that you were bombarding me with information as well like this is this and this is this and I was just a bit like okay 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 but I think at first I was just a bit like why there was to talk of it before he had the diagnosis I was kind of just like half of me was or I'd probably say three quarters of me was like there's nothing wrong with him like everyone just likes putting labels on people nowadays like that honestly I think that's what was going for okay but then the other part of me was a bit you know, I would probably say a little bit worried, but I wasn't letting myself think about that. I was kind of blocking that side off. 
Okay, so so did you really think that there was you was kind of massively in denial then? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, okay. honestly, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm do you remember what? You're not that deep. Yeah. Do you remember how we we kind of got it started? Do you remember what steps we took or I took? Because yeah, I remember we obviously he was they, the nursery brought somebody else in. To work a bit more educational psychologist, yeah, yeah. To work one on one with Jackson and just assess him because he was missing key milestones. They were saying or mm. key points in in play and communication, mm -hmm. and and then we I remember us going to that. I can't remember that clinic, but we saw that doctor lady. I, I always forget her name. Uh, it was community paediatricians, and we saw it, a it. doctor there. Yeah, yeah, and she mentioned a few things to us, and then she said, "Actually, I'm going to put you down now because the waiting list is eighteen months. Eighteen months, two years. So yeah. if we do it now, and then we get the ball rolling, and it turns out to be nothing, at least you're on the waiting list as opposed to doing it yeah. two years down or a year down the line. So, yeah, that was probably." I do remember vaguely, you know, I'm not going to lie and say, yeah, I remember every step. I'm not like you, but yeah. Yeah, no. So you've actually missed a big chunk. Um, oh, originally, we went to physio. Physio was our first step in the process because of the feet. Oh. And then physio, at the same time, nursery had said he's quite behind. We'd like to apply for additional funding. I was like, yep, yeah, that's fine worked with physio for a little while and then the physio was like I believe there could be something deeper rather than it just be kind of a physical thing Yeah. Um, and she mentioned a bunch of things and autism was one of them um, so we went to our GP and said like along with what nursery's saying and what physio's saying can we have a like a look and see and that's when they referred us to the community paediatricians yeah in all fairness so, i feel like i've blocked out the whole physiotherapy quite a lot and of everything that. that entails through trauma to yeah. myself from everything from that but yeah no no now you're saying it i do remember it but yeah it was just it's strange because it happened over like quite a period of time but it did mm. feel like now looking back like everything went quite fast really everything was quite quick and in how it happened for me anyway but I suppose because I'm going to work and then I'm coming home and then just messing around with the kids I'm, I'm only mm. getting them a few hours in the evening aren't I you know I'm yeah. not I'm not I get all the fun stuff basically don't I I get to come in and act like an idiot you're the one who's there making sure they're doing things and... yeah so during the whole process of like having him assessed and after his diagnosis and stuff, do you feel like you were supported like either by like family, friends or professionals? Did you feel like there was any kind of obvious support? I would say, yeah, I would. I would say you was there to support me 100%. Mm. And I suppose family is in from like my mum. And we did have lots of support from from the school, from the nursery as well. 
But I yeah, do, they I were do really feel supportive. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very difficult person. I was very shut off when I found out Jackson was his diagnosis. I was a big believer in your, you're a product of your environment. And the talk was mm-hmm. that he would need to go to a specialist school. And I was mm-hmm. of the thing, well, if he goes to a specialist school and he's around uh, children who are autistic or with special needs, then he's going to be more down that route. Like, I know when I work with my brother, he swears a lot. I then end up swearing that comes more into my vocabulary as where when yeah. I'm working with people who don't swear, I just stay the same. So that's why I was yeah. like, you're very much a product of your environment. I was in massive denial, but I literally mm. jumped straight to he's 18, 19. Is he going to have a relationship? Is he going to get married? You know, that was literally where my head went straight away. I didn't, I, I skipped all the years before that. Yeah. I don't remember it being I'm not trying to like be disrespectful but I don't remember it being hard for me like it probably was at the time but if it was I've kind of blocked that bit out yeah. Yeah. if that makes sense yeah um but I mean in regards to obviously his schooling yeah so do you want to give a bit more insight into what happened around that and how you were feeling yeah yeah so I, do you want I, me I, to I, talk or do you, are you yeah, happy to I, say because I, I think i i nicely nice it up a little bit as where you're like you can be okay. more brutal no this is how you would yeah so <laughs> do you want to do it your nicey nicey no, way then no no you do it you do it because i think okay. it's good for people because there might be other people out there who, who, who are the same thing you know in the same situation yeah Okay, so basically what had happened is um, where we live in Croydon, they have a department within the council called the SEND department and someone from the early years had come out to see Jackson at his nursery school and they'd spent some time with him and his like his teachers there and then they asked to have a meeting with us. So we went to this meeting and one of the first things that the the lady had said to us was have you considered specialist school for Jackson and Joe's immediate reaction was nope and we're not going to he can go to the same school as his brothers um and obviously he's already explained why um but she recommended a specialist school but then because Joe was so very anti she gave us a list of what's called elps um, which are like mainstream schools with a provision for special needs um, attached. So Joe was very much not interested in looking at the specialist school. So we went and, and looked at a few Alps and you didn't like them, did you, babe? No, it made me feel like rubbish, to be honest with you. Like, it really made me feel like it, it's a mainstream school with a certain certain section and what you call an Alp. But it was like mm. the kids with special needs were like just chucked at the back down a long corridor in the furthest room away from everybody. And I just thought it's great that they're offering that option for a school and it might be great for some yeah. people. For, for me personally, I just felt like it was they was just going to push him and put him in the corner and he wasn't really yeah. going to get to. That was just that. one school that we looked at, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, it was just one. That was just one school. But yeah, I, I, th- I think that was a. a like a big moment for me yeah you know but yeah I, I wasn't fond of that 
at all at all yeah so because of that i used that to my advantage yeah and i was like let's just have a look at the specialist school seeing as you hate these alps um and we'd also spoken to the senko at the school where our older boys had gone and we had a really frank conversation with her about exactly what jackson was like and um she was really we kind of knew her anyway she was really honest with us and she said we'd never turn a child away but actually he would probably really struggle here and it probably wouldn't be the best fit if he was having a struggle there were small things that they could do to like kind of keep his struggles at bay but actually what she was saying is for them to put real things real strategies real provision in place actually takes a really long time in mainstream is what at the time she was saying and so he could potentially be struggling for months before there was any kind of intervention um, which massively like put us off because you don't want to know that your child's struggling so anyway we went and looked at a specialist school and then what happened babe the, the the specialist school that he's at he's at now, uh, yes. Yeah, so we went there. The first thing I noticed was that like they had big bolts on the top of the doors straight away. And I remember yeah. saying to you, oh, it feels a bit like a prison. You know, they're locking yeah. the kids in. But Jackson's a runner, so actually, you know, it was quite good for us that we knew that he wouldn't be able to get to escape. But the thing mm. that actually sold it for me is there was we're walking through this classroom this makes me sound like a terrible person but we're walking through this this classroom and this little boy is just taking an absolute shining to me and he's holding onto my leg and i'm holding Alyssa, our youngest daughter who actually how old would she have been five months if that's oh, baby <laughs> she yeah, was really little tiny and he's so I sort of went down to his level because I thought, oh, he wants to have a look at the baby. He wants to have a look at Alyssa. <laughs> and he hit her so hard. I mean, it was a proper sound and all the other parents were like, <gasps> and I literally was just a bit sort of frozen. And then a teacher stepped in and got right down to his level and was like, oh, we use nice hands and why don't you come over here and we have a time on the tablet because he wouldn't actually let go of me. So she had to get mm. down to his level and persuade him to let go of me then to move over. And she just totally ignored me and the fact that he they like he had hit Alyssa. So her main concern was him. How how do I make mm. him okay in this moment? Because obviously yeah. being in a special needs school and like everyone having a special needs child, imagine there's twenty or thirty parents just walking through a classroom. Right. Yeah. How, how how much is that having an impact on your child? So yeah. And I think literally, I think as soon as we walked out of the classroom, I just whispered in your ear, like, "This is the school for Jackson." But <laughs> <laughs> we sound so messed up. But I don't. But, think, I, yeah. I think a big thing for me, for me was as well, giving it a bit of a bit of history. I always got the best part of Jackson when I come home from work. Like I got yeah. his best hours. So there was things that were happening during the day, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, "What Jackson?" Like to me, it didn't make mm-hmm. sense. And then it was—I can't remember. It was just one day, and I can't remember how old he was. He must have been a couple of years old by then, two, two and a half maybe. 
and then something happened I, I was just like I think he hit me I think it was at the dinner table it I was can't... at the dinner table yeah. and he wanted something off your plate and you said no and he yeah. punched you from behind yeah, and I tried yeah. to warn you and you poo-pooed me off as you do yeah yeah yeah, yeah but so there was a lot of things with Jackson that I didn't see and even what the nursery was saying and I was just like you're being serious like, I don't get that with Jackson but mm. I would say we have a special bond do you know what I mean so very much yeah that's... so yeah but then going to visit these schools and then and then going to the specialist school and, and seeing how the other children were in the class it was almost mm. like alright oh, these are Jackson's people you know these these are the people he needs to be around you know this mm. is this is the social group he needs to be around. This is the safe setting as in the school environment he needs to be because the school the classes were only ten children to a class with one mm -hmm. teacher, a teaching teaching assistant, and a special needs teaching assistant. So yeah, two TAs, yeah, two TAs, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think for me it was. I know I can be quite a stubborn person, and I I don't mean to be, and I know it was at the detriment. Now looking back how I was behaving or how I was acting was probably if I'd gotten bored a lot sooner then maybe Jackson would be a little bit further along but honestly at the time I didn't think there was anything wrong with it like, I, I honestly I don't think we would have been any further along yeah yeah that's a, I, I that weird know. parental guilt that you've got you just need to let it go because yeah. actually it it all moved as it was supposed to he's in the right place and he's thriving so yeah yeah that's true but yeah, there's lots I just of think for me, it, yeah, it was a big thing just, just not seeing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of them blind parents where their kids are well naughty and they're just like, oh no, he's fantastic, he's lovely. Yeah, right. <laughs> but really, he's not. He's the devil. Like it was like I had that, but like, I just didn't want to see. It, no, but I think it was very different, as you said. Like you were at work all day, so um, Jackson before he started um, his school, he was amazingly violent but not when daddy was around. It uh -huh. was always just kind of to me. And we had a conversation about this a few weeks ago, didn't we? And yeah. I, I said to you, did you not believe me then? And you were, what did you say? You Wasn't I didn't believe you. I just thought you was, you was over-exaggerating. Or I, I wouldn't even say that, but I mean, you nearly trip over and you're like, oh my God, son. Oh my God, I nearly died. And I'm like, all right, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I do do that. <laughs> so, you know, Every time. So, yeah, it wasn't that I didn't believe you, but it was so hard because when I come home, I got the engagement, the eye happy, contact, yeah. I got the playing, the giggling, and uh, but yeah, I, I suppose that's. It. I, like, I am a kid. I'm like that with all all of the kids. Like literally, mm. I just want to play and mess about. As soon as it comes to serious parenting stuff. Right, you know what I'm like with the older two. That's it. You're not allowed on the PlayStation for a year, and then you have to pull me to the side, and you're like, "Come on, can we that's start giving them punishments that are realistic?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah," because I don't <laughs> like being that that authoritarian one. But yeah, yeah, that's probably where I was at. Okay, so when like so after he's been diagnosed and everything, and even when he's settled in school, so. For you personally, where did you find your support and information? Like, was it, did you think it was readily available to you? No, not at all. No. No, not at all. I mean, I will go back to the fact that I think we were very fortunate with the people that we met 
and and, mm-hmm. and people that you know you overhear other people talking once you once mm-hmm. you get into that sort of environment oh yeah oh have you heard about this or you you overhear people talking and you're like they're talking about you know sleep routines or something like that or a course they went on to have a bit more of an understanding and you're just like oh okay all right we need to do that and but I think mm. I think you as a big support in because I think I sort of like withdrew a little bit as, as much as I was like present and I was like yeah okay come on let's get things moving forward now once I'd accepted and we'd picked the school mm. I still feel feel like it took me a long time to, to come to terms with it. you know I, I still feel like that How was a learning did you say it process took you? Uh, God, do you know what? I wouldn't know. I, I, I would probably say a year to two years, I would probably say. I'd, I'd really, like to, from diagnosis? Yeah, I'd probably like to say, oh, yeah, like, you know, a few months. Like, I accepted things that, like, oh, yeah, he needed to go to, to specialist school and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. And I understood, like, the way that he was and the way that he... he his needs that that school was right yeah. for him but yet I still feel like it took me a long time because like what I said to you when right at the beginning I jumped to when he was straight like 18 20 years old is he gonna have a relationship mm. is he gonna have children you know mm. I, I know that sounds silly I, but I honestly believe mums are very good in living in the like right now like right here mm. and now what does the, my child need right here and now that's where I think, yeah. like, my understanding of dads is that we always look further down the line. Like, that's just, especially the dads that I know and the way that I think. Yeah. I, I always think I'm at least looking five to ten years down the line in regards to the kids. So, okay. and I, I think what helped me come to terms with the courses that you set up for us to go on, the people mm-hmm. that you arrange for us to talk to, uh, I would say a big part was the occupational therapist that we took him to. That, that yeah, she I can't was really remember good. her name. I can't, I can't Andrea. Yeah. She, I think, helped me understand his body, like in regards mm. to his legs and his extreme tiptoe walking and his sensory mm. needs. I think I learned mm. more from her in the first hour than I had from yeah. any of the doctors that we had been seeing yeah. in, in regards yeah. to him. So... Yeah, and I, I suppose I, I probably, if I had accepted people a bit more, I probably would have come to terms with it a lot sooner. But I'm quite, a, can be quite a shut off and quiet person. I feel like sometimes, once I've made up my mind about something, I'm quite mm. easy to put my hands up and be like, yeah, yeah, I've got it wrong. But I need to internalize that for a while. Do you know what I mean? I need to, yeah, I need to understand things and right how how can I be still a good dad? You know, how can I yeah. give him everything he needs? Am I going to be able to? You know, it just, it, there was never like a question and an answer. It was like a question, a little bit of an answer, and then 10 more questions that come with it. Do you know what I mean? It was a, yeah, so, so I went off in a bit of if a there, talk. No, that's fine. This, what this is, it's like a conversation, yeah. babe. Like, it's perfect. So I think you're actually quite a difficult person to ask this of, but if there had been support and you could have tailored it to you, 
what would it have looked like? Like, what would you have wanted after the diagnosis to help you kind of get through like the next stages, the next few years? Like, what would support have looked like for you if it was offered? Oh, that's a really good question. I can't say I've ever... <laughs> no, that is a good question. I can't say I've ever thought of it. Uh, okay. I would definitely say, like, some sort of information as to what was available. Because, like, it's literally, like, you get your diagnosis and then, like, yeah. there's nothing. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? You don't know. Mm. Like, you'll get a letter or something or a pack in the post that'll come, hopefully, mm. in the next couple of weeks. There's nothing. Or you can go and look on the website. It's literally, mm. you have to go out there and look for stuff as to <laughs> explanations and and what mm. help is out there and like I didn't even know what autism was I didn't have a clue which I know yeah. sounds strange with the age that we live in but I didn't honestly didn't have a clue so for we me we kind of live probably, in a bubble though didn't we yeah yeah we do yeah and so I think for me some sort of organisation that was there to help you through that just the understanding and not be forced on you but we're here mm. and look you come to us when you're ready but we have loads of information here about learning courses mm. support groups you know people that have been there and done that mm. but I think for me I, it would be something that I'd need to have that information and then I would go and broach it if someone started coming talking to me straight away I'd probably really be like well chill out mate you know what I mean back up but that's just the kind of person that I am. That's why I think we work so well, because you absorb everything, and you're like, yeah, I want to know everything. I want to know the ins and outs, the latest, you know, if someone's done some sort of paper on autism, like, you will read it, and you'll be like, all right, I've found out this, or I think this will work really well with Jackson, or this group is doing this, you know, mm. um, play, you know, play thing, or sensory input, and you're like, oh, let's do that. So... For me, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it would be really different if we wasn't together and it was just me with Jackson, because I don't think mm. it'd be nearly as far as he is now with just me, because I wouldn't know where to look for this stuff. You know, I wouldn't. Okay. I yeah. know I can be. Sometimes I'm the most chattiest person to all the mums at the gate. I'm like, yeah, how are you doing? And then other times I'm like, stush. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, like no one's Sit in my car, don't talk, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, make don't eye contact. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that's why we work. You know, you're really good at, at finding out these things and, and and bringing them to me or just being like, yeah, we're, we're doing this course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or anything. Yes. Anything toy related or anything that you want. As soon as you say Jackson and his needs or it's good for him. <laughs> Or you know he needs it. You know, he needs to. Progress I don't think or... he needs it. I think it would help him. Yeah, yeah. As soon normally... as you say that, as soon as you say that, you know I'm getting it. You know. Yeah. You know that's it. This is it's, true. Yeah, it's coming. But I like that with all of the so, kids, not just him. By the way, I just want yeah, to that, yeah. It. <laughs> they need it. Um. <laughs> right. Moving on from the support, like so. A lot of people speak about their mental health and stuff um, when they're kind of trying to navigate like the processes and stuff with their children. Like, how do you feel like your mental health was, and did you get any help, or was you okay? Like, I mean, my mental health. I mean, 
I would always say I'm 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 uh, like I'm a fixer of a person like that mm. that's me like if there's a problem like I want to be the first to fix, fix it. it especially for the people that I love so you know if you're upset mm. or you're going through something or Jackson or any of the other kids are going through something my first thing is I want to fix it and sometimes that can be the wrong thing because people just want like you want me to back up like, just give me five minutes but my initial thing is like right how can I fix it because I feel like that's mm. the only real way I can help so I think when yeah. I'm helping you guys and Jackson that's good for my mental health because I feel like I'm, okay. I'm able to but I felt where there was so much unknown I would say yeah probably my mental health did take a, a back step but I was stepping into something that I didn't know about do you know what I mean mm. and like having to read I hate reading it's never good in school yeah. you know struggle even now when I have to read the kids a book like it, I hate it there was so much reading and I was just like why yeah. can't someone put this in a video form like, so I could just listen to it <laughs> honestly like, make um, a film <laughs> yeah just make a film like, yeah. if the book's any good it should be made into a film but even with knowledge stuff like literally that's how I think yeah so I think for me I think what what yeah my my mental health did take did probably take a knock but I'd probably say the thing that kept me going was like trying to keep up with you with the knowledge side okay. of things and the learning side of things because I think otherwise yeah. I think I would have been I would have gone too overwhelmed with it all okay I feel a bit bad now no oh, is it no but you know me you know my personality you know like yeah. I'm a fixer and then if I can't fix it I'm just like oh my god like what can I do now what now what <laughs> like I don't do you want a sandwich do you know what I mean like I, I, honestly cup of tea cup of tea yeah <laughs> hot bath fixes everything you know oh but, my god it really doesn't yeah. but <laughs> yeah I'd probably say yeah yeah it took a knock so where would you say you are now you're in a good space where how many years in now what it was three eight five years in yeah how would I say I am now? Uh, mm. Yeah, I'd say I'm in a good space. I mean, sorry, I'm sweating a ton. It's like the hottest day of the year. All right. <laughs> How would I say I am now? Yeah, I would say I'm good. I, I, I would still say I, I worry, am I learning enough or am I, you know, because you never know, like, am I pushing enough? Am I pushing too much? Am I giving yeah the opportunity to learn more or you know even like the basic things but then he does so well at school i'm just like do i want to push him even more when he comes home or should this be a safe space and he just chills out you know but mm. yeah i would say i'm i would say i'm in a a lot better place i i would definitely say i'm a lot better of a dad after after having a child with special needs 100% like because before no doubt I, I had like no patience I just bit like nah. zero patience yeah. no like everything was like black and white with me if like especially with the two mm -hmm. ones if you was naughty like there's a menu at a restaurant oh this is I've been naughty okay that's my punishment blah, blah, blah. that's what I was like but yeah with Jackson I'll just definitely say I've gone to like totally the other way mm. totally well can He's I still ask does you what get you in think? trouble, but... Yeah, 
can I ask you what how you think I am now compared to back then? <laughs> uh, I know you this. are a million times better. Yeah. You are a million times better because you do have patience and you before you couldn't be approached with like maybe don't like you would never take any kind of anything on board like try not to shout or try not to <laughs> yeah. just like no I, I know what I'm doing yeah. I'm a parent too like don't act like you know better than me oh, it makes me cry whereas now oh but we were younger then as well yeah. um whereas now you're very receptive to kind of like he's had a really bad day try not to yeah to be too boisterous try not to be too yeah and i don't get that right all of the time there are still times now where i'm no. just like yeah it's all right baby i'm just you know i've just got home i just want to mess about with him for a little bit because in my head i'm just like i've got i feel like i've got the superpower to bring him out when he's down or he's sad or he's angry or he's having a meltdown i feel like I've and sometimes out. you can yeah sometimes i can yeah like i probably I only done and it sometimes you can't the positive <laughs> with me but I, I don't know I definitely feel like not only a better dad a better person like mm. 100% 100% but yeah I think on that note we'll probably wrap up but uh, will you join me again one time in the future definitely 100% yeah. okay probably more than one time yeah I yeah think we'll probably you, have you, you there's only so much you can get in in a, a short space of time so I know I know and, yeah I feel like everybody thinks that I'm some real authoritarian and then I'm turned into some... Yeah. I was kind of always a nice guy, I'd like to think. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> thank you for uh, listening and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.